Hello. 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 Yeah, hi. That is. Hello. How you doing, Thaddeus? Yes. Okay, go ahead and meet up. Doing. You're with uh, 
Billy and, and friends at the Chat Grill with the CIS Radio Network. Tonight we have Thaddeus uh, online with us, and we have uh, a nice conversation we're going to have tonight with him. Um, he's a worldwide bass player, and uh, he's did a lot of things. So what I want to do first and foremost, uh, Thaddeus, I want to introduce you to uh, T.J. Jackson. T.J., you in the house? In the house, in the house, in the house, Billy. All right. All right. Hello, He's a big Jazz that we'll get into probably later, but more like um, 
the um, Bobby um, Bobby Blue Bland type of type of blues, BB King in that style in that era. So yeah. you know because because he had a guitar laying around, I just I just picked it up. And but what was interesting is that I didn't really play the guitar like a lot of guitar players. The thing that I heard in my head was bass line. I just I just heard the bass. That's all I heard. Okay. So I would just I just would pick up the sound of the bass, you know. And um, back then we had these big consoles. I'm telling my age now, right? So we had these consoles, you know, the big consoles with eight track tape and and um, the turntable and the TV and the radio connected. You remember those? Oh, you know it. I got my mom's old hi-fi um, that still works to this day, and it's almost in immaculate condition. But yes, go ahead and continue. Yeah, so I would I would wear the eight track tape out. I used to listen to the Barcades, Earth Wind and Fire, um, Barry White, all of all of their styles, and I would just hear the bass line for the love of money by the OJ's, um, the the music from um, uh, from Motown, uh, all the styles of music. I, I just heard the bass, and I just I, I just learned how to play the bass from there. And you know, I just, I just stayed with it. I, I never quit. I never gave up. And um, that, you know, huh? As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. I did hear. I watched some of your uh, your videos, and I heard the Earth Wind and Fire. I'm a big Earth Wind and Fire fan. If you go through my profile, you'll see me and uh, um, Ralph Johnson and Verdine White, um, a singer. I actually that was one of my favorite all time groups. I mean, I had a many, but they're at the top of the list. So when I heard what you guys did, I said, man, this is just awesome. Because you was actually doing it with the upright bass, you know? Yeah. yeah which is yeah, different, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, yeah. but I had... Yeah, I mean, uh, you, you remember yeah, Bernard yeah, Wright? Huh? What is it? You remember Bernard Wright? Bernard Wright. That name sounds familiar. Actually, he was... Uh, the composer of uh, Funk for Jamaica, uh, Jamaican Funk, for Tom Brown. I, no, uh, yeah, with Tom Brown, right? I was about to say, I, yeah, I thought Tom Brown wrote wrote that song because I, I did a gig with, um, I was on stage with him, um, uh, in North South Carolina about maybe ten years ago. Beautiful. Yep. Yeah. Bernard actually um, actually wrote that song. The guy was a, a prodigy. He was a young. Up and coming, he started playing in clubs when he was like twelve years old. Um, okay. And they they gave him the business, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, they was giving him peanuts. You know, he was a kid. You know, if he getting fifty dollars to play a gig, that yeah. was a lot of money for him. You know, but he got well, yeah. uh, a lot of his copyright stuff stolen from him at a young age. Yeah, so he kind of whole lot of Yes, and he kind of lost it for a minute. Um, and I went down. Uh, he's passed away in the last few years. But I went down and did some recording with him um, when he's staying in Texas. And this okay. guy is amazing. But I was actually work with Yarbrough and Peoples on some things as well. But let's get mm-hmm. back to you. I don't want to veer off the, that situation, but let's get back to you in terms of uh, the bass and what you're hearing in your head. It's very, very No, yeah, we, 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 we can hold the conversation. We got an hour, so we can hold the conversation. Yeah. That's right. We get to it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll so, do it. You know, so, you got you know, to go to all if you want, you know. But yeah. You got the so, full I mean, time. And, and, 
Yeah, yeah. You know, as a young bass player, you know, my my parents, um, they, you know, they they were working class parents, but they always believed that we should, you know, um, get an education was was the most important thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, and they couldn't afford to do certain things, um, but as far as for the music career, you know, I, I had to figure some things out on my own because. You know, sometimes like in New Orleans, you have families of um, you have families of musicians. So although yeah. my father played and my sisters and brothers played an instrument, but we didn't come from that that uh, I didn't I didn't come from that family of uh, of musicians like the Marcelluses or like the Meters or like the Neville mm-hmm. brothers. You know, like those guys. You know, they have a tradition of a family which they had bands and they worked as professional musicians uh, with, within my family, my parents, you know, they had jobs where they had to work hard um, and they didn't have that tradition of that professionalism of a music career. Their profession was doing the job that they did. Uh, but I was never discouraged from, from kind of doing um, playing, playing the music because going through school, you know, as a young kid playing music um, on the weekends and playing music in church, now, I thought I was going to be an electrician or something because that was that's what I was around. Um, mm-hmm. Playing sports um, in the fourth grade all the way through, I thought I was going to be, yeah, I thought I was going to be playing for the for the Saints so I could go against the Detroit <laughs> Lions. <laughs> right. Thank you. Know, not so, the line. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so as a young kid, you know, those are the things you think about because that's the area in which you live, and you you grew up around that. But but as I as I grew up, you know, um, and moved away, there was one thing that sticks with that stuck with me. Um, when I moved away from home, I moved to Chicago, and I lived in Chicago okay. for about twelve years. And like I said, between that time, I played in church and played with some of the bands, the local bands. Um, and um, a friend of mine, his name is Linda Blair. He's a saxophone player and played in a church with me. He decided, okay. he said, well, man, why, don't you, why don't you come to this university, you know, and just come sit in. You don't have to take any courses. Um, but I was still taking courses in New Orleans um, at Southern University with um, Kid Jordan, who just passed, um, a saxophone player. Okay. And that's another family of musicians, the Jordans, with Marlon Jordan, right. Kent Jordan, and um, and Kid Jordan. And um, I went to that college, and you know I learned a lot by by working and, and playing with him. Did a couple of gigs with him as well. And you know, my friend Leonard Blair, he was like, "Well, come to come to Dave University and sit in." And I sat in, you know, just playing along with the band. Taught myself how to learn. Taught myself to read music, you know. And along the way in New Orleans, I got some help from a couple other musicians, guitar player named Carl LeBlanc, uh, another bass player um, called um, Chris Severin. But I can't forget one of these other bass players. You know, on my journey going to um, going to Baby University, there was a lady who passed. Um, she passed, I think, about seven years ago. Her name was Diane Lau. Now I don't I don't know what I think Diane Lau was from Texas. And she was a phenomenal educator. She she played on the scene with, with a lot of R&B bands, and she played jazz. Man, she was really, really great. And she was so patient with me and, and learning how to play music. I was the worst one in the band playing. But she was like, she stood there with me. She was like, just play this, just play that. 
And then we were in the middle of a piece. She was like, well, and I was, you know, learning how to read music. So I, I was memorizing the music. Yeah, I have a very good ear. I can hear anything and play it back. So so she was like, well, take it back and measure like 47. I said, well, can we go back to this place so I can memorize how to get into it? And she's like, no, take it at 47. So she kind of like forced me to really get into it. So then she said, well, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to connect you with a bass player. And the bass player, his name was Walter Payton. And he was one of my first music, really my first music teachers. And he's the father of a great trumpet player called Nicholas Payton. And from oh. there, I met, you know, and I, that's where I met Nicholas. But I was in my, like, 19 years old, and Nicholas was around maybe nine years old. And Walter Payton said, you see him back there? Watch out. He's going to be a bad mother sucker, boy. You better watch out for him. Right. And, right. Yeah, and, and, look, and look at Nicholas right now. Nicholas is he, he's doing he's doing very very well for himself. So you know so you know yeah. huh? Where is it? Go ahead. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah. So so then I, I moved to Chicago. Um, after all that, you know, and I, there was one thing um, I saw, and this is this is um, sometimes I don't like sharing certain things, but I think people should know this, and they may already know, uh, like Charlie Parker, um, Dizzy, not Dizzy, but um, Yes. Park uh, Bird, Thelonious Monk. Sometimes when you go to people when we when went to their houses, based on the stories that I heard from all the older cats who I met, it's like sometimes you go to learn something, they don't tell you anything, man. They just sit and you just watch. You learn by watching. They don't tell you anything. But one thing right. that I, one thing that I, I, uh, I, I picked up when I went to Chicago, I saw something that really changed me, and to say that. Just as this, I saw a bass player playing as a Marriott in the window with an upright bass. And I was like, that's it. That's what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I was around when, maybe 22 years old, and that's when I really started to take it seriously and develop and take it on a whole nother level. And that was my turning point, becoming a professional musician and just sticking with that. Well, I'll tell you this. I, I really can admire that whole situation because I see the direction that um, when people actually are, are built for this business, it, it's a very unique business. I mean, you have to be really ready to go in to uh, to make your accomplishments, mark, to make a mark, actually. And what I like, um, actually with Bernard Wright, Bernard Wright actually did an upright bass on one of my older songs because we did a remake. And you did up okay. the bass on it, and uh, the boy was bad, man. Um, I don't know if you also know, you know, a uh, saxophone player called Tim Cunningham. He is pretty uh, hot. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not familiar with him. All right, Tim Cunningham. Look up his material. He's got some real nice stuff, and uh, maybe you guys can collab on some things because I'm actually the one that actually put him on. And when um before he was recording anything, I put him on the first, the second single that I did, because okay. the, the guy was okay. phenomenal. He's very phenomenal. Where, where, you know? where is he living at? And he's staying in St. Louis. Okay. okay. Actually, he has a show on on Wednesdays, um, with uh uh Jazz Chat. It's at uh let me think here. I think he starts at, I think it's six to no uh, yeah six, six to eight. It's six, six to eight on Wednesday. Yeah, okay. Same number. Well, well, you can call in. I guess that's not too far from where Miles um, lived, grew up. Yeah. 
Tim is a bad boy on that horn. You know, okay. matter of fact, he's going to be doing, he actually sent me a track that I'm working on for a project because I'm trying to put together my life story and trying to do a production on that. So he okay. sent me a track over and uh, I, I'm going to send it over to you and we can talk about it and let you see what you think. But um, let's okay. get back. So what was your inspiration in terms of who did you really look up to as, as an artist? Uh, well, well, I, I, I got I got to give the credit to my dad. My dad was, you know, nope. maybe if he didn't have that guitar in the house, I may not be playing. So, right. first of all, my credit my credit must go to him. You know, okay. and um, and besides from him, one of, like I said, one of the other persons who got me started, um, um, going to this university was a saxophone player called Leonard Blair. And just from there, there was just so many other people who entered my life or I, I entered theirs because I was in quest for learning how to play. Um, it was it was just a, a lot of people. And, you know, even to this day, when I, when I you know, get together with uh, Rufus Reed or Ron Carter, when I got together with Ray Brown, um, uh, Buster Williams, each one – each wow. person, and there's there's another um, uh, bass player. Oh my God, what's that? I'll, I'll come up with his name later. Each person okay. made a contribution to my playing. You know, they, they they saw certain things that helped me to develop the bass player that I that I am today. That is amazing. So it's not like it's not said. always. It's like sometimes people ask you where who's your favorite player. You know, there's not one favorite player. There's all there's always so many people who who contribute to your style and what you do. That's right. Now, you know, the amazing thing are the people in the audience worldwide. Um I think what we have to look at, um yet uh Thaddeus is um um music. Can they get that music, Thaddeus? If they I'm want sorry, to say that again? This is it. I can't hear you say that again. I said, how would they be able to uh, um, get your music? Well, how would they right, contact right now, you and, and, and that's, that's, that's interesting that you say that. Right now, I most of my music right now is like like R and B um, type music. I, I'm still figuring right. out how I want to how I want to record um, and promote my jazz music. I think I'm just going to go it out. And get it done, but I think I may with my jazz songs. I may just start out with a single. I was just talking to a friend of mine, Jeff Patton, about that, and he put out a single. So I think what I'm going to do is one of my songs that I like. I, I, they all, you know, my wife listens to them a lot. They all, they all are nice and you know, nice music. But I think I'm going to start with one single and put a single jazz album out. But most of my, I got about four songs out right now, but they're more like R&B type songs. One is called like White Party where you out dancing and it's a white party song. Another one is um called I've Been a Victim about the people in New Orleans, about the situation with Hurricane Katrina. That's where I got that vibe from. Um another one is um a bass and vocals, more like um a, a poetry um type song with with just vocals and bass. And another one is just some tracks that I sent out. I had some people put, put their um told them what I wanted, and I just laid out, the, you know, the, the music for them, and they just put the icing on top of it, um, hired a couple of vocals to put it out. 
But right now, you can get it on Spotify, Deezer, uh, a few of them on YouTube, uh, and, and um, um, uh, what you call it, iTunes. That's where they're at right now. Okay. Stay tuned. Now, stay, stay tuned. Stay tuned for some, some of my other jazz tunes that I'm going to be. But I mean, because I got about fifty, sixty something jazz songs right now that's ready to go. But it's just that I got other projects that I'm working on as well. You know, I, I write books. Um, I'm an inventor. I got a new clothesline coming out besides my music stuff. So I just have to put the time in um, to sit down and just go to, re- to into the recording. Studio just put it out. Okay, what I'm going to do, I'm going to actually take and hook up you and Kim um, because I think that would be a good match. I'm going to send you over the track um, and let you get a chance to check it. And because uh, I, I got to talk to you about a couple things on it. But I think that okay. you guys will bring together some great flavor, man, because he does, he does a lot of the uh, cruises. Um, there's a lot of them. He knows a little bit of everybody in the business that's in the jazz business. And what I like about him and you, both of this situation, both of your situations are similar because you're doing kind of like an R&B feel. Um, and, okay. and he's the same type of musician. I mean, he does it all, but that's where he's really comfortable at. You know, so okay. um, you would not be disappointed with him by any means. You oh, know? Okay, yeah. yeah. With, I like the medium. Yeah, because he worked with me on uh, – my second project, because we did, um, we were trying to rush to get to, at that point in time, they had a, uh, a place where you could debut your material, was called Jack the Rapper, back in Atlanta, Georgia. And you can go there, all the labels are there, and you could display your stuff. Everybody was there from the industry. Um, you had Shanice, uh, you had Shanice Wilson, I think was her name. You had the he- he- uh, um, Heavy D in them. Everybody was there. Every night was somebody featured to perform. Okay. It was awesome. It was awesome. Are you talking about Denise Williams? They call Nisi the songbird? No, no. She was there. Oh, okay. She was there. Every, okay. the, anybody and everybody was there, a part of, of the industry, be it DJs. Okay. Um, every every uh, suite had, they either had Motown in one, they had Capitol Records in another. And you can go listen to their artists. Their artists were there while Denise was playing, playing their stuff. It was just an okay. amazing thing that they used to throw it. It went on for about maybe 15, 20 years, and uh, I think it stopped like in the early 90s because um, mm-hmm. Jack the Rapper okay. was actually pretty old at that time. But it okay. was something that you can go to and you can meet people, you know. Okay. So let me ask you this question. I know you performed around the world. What's some of your most thrilling uh, times in terms of uh, what country, I mean, all of them had to be great shows quite naturally, but where would you, where would you really get the, the feeling in terms of, you know, uh, man, I love, love this, this particular country here. They're really open and warm. You know, what's that one show that stood out out of all shows? Um, yeah, well, you know what, there, it, it was interesting. I was performing with, um, Marcus Roberts. Um, and oh, yeah, Marcus, yeah. Yeah, um, Piano Flair. And we did this show, mm-hmm. and um, I, don't, I think Matsumoto or Tokyo, one of these places. And it was, um, we, did a, we did a concert, and then we had to do another show. Uh, we did a show in the hall, uh, auditorium in the hall, concert hall. 
And then the next day we had to do a show for some students, right? And mm-hmm. it must have been this place was huge, and it must have been five thousand people um, in this location. We was right there center, and it was quiet as a, as you can hear a mouse running across the floor or something. It was just that quiet, wow. um, and the, the audience. It was just amazed that they were so in tune to what we were doing, and that was yeah, that was one of that was that was. Um, that was a great experience, yeah, to, to, to witness how how well they were so attentive to what we were doing. You know, and I look at that, and that's a wonderful we, we, feeling when you have. It's a yeah, wonderful feeling. I, and, 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 you know, what, what was also, I, I enjoyed being um, in, in my, 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 um, Malta was a great experience, you know, be, being in that vibe. And I, I had a chance to, um, on, on that stage, I think Mike Stern was supposed to have been playing, but then he, he got sick or something. He, he was in New York City, and he tripped and fell, man. He really messed himself up. And um, somebody else had to replace him. But it was a friend of mine who I've never who I haven't seen in a long time was on a stage who came in right after us. Uh, it was Munch, uh, Daryl Jones, bass player. You know, okay. um, South Africa was a, was a great experience too, uh, because right after we got in, off the stage with with, with uh, in South Africa, um, um, Hugh Masekela came on and played right after us. Oh wow! And yeah, and being in South Africa was, was a great experience because you know they went through this deal with apartheid, and mm-hmm. we were able to 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 talk to some of the people exile, and they were talking about the experience of. Uh, how they had to leave the country, and people was like, well, why didn't y'all fight back? They said you couldn't fight back because they had the weapons, and the people who stayed, they had their foot on their neck where they couldn't really do anything. But those people who fled, and then when Nelson Mandela came back in power, it, it, you know, they said, well, you know, when, we, when we come back, they're going to start killing everybody, and then they're going to change, you know, do all this. And none of that had happened. So all they did was um, change the street names back to not the Afrikaans, but the, Af- the, the the original Africans who were there. And those people who were in exiles, now they were running the businesses in South Africa. And and that, oh. was, that, was, great. that, was, that was a great experience um, being in there because those people, they love the music. So, you know, sometimes, you know, as a musician, when you're playing some of the African music, and some of it can be kind of hard to catch and difficult to catch. But one of the African cats told me, he said, well, you know, it might be hard to catch some of our rhythms, but it's really hard to get your swing, you know. Right. So, yeah. So, if we, you know, okay. this music here, you, you have to, you know, you have to stay in the pocket. It swings. That's what we do. And we yeah. lay the groove. Yes. Yeah. And that's that's the thing right there. It's like just um, transforming over to that situation, traveling around the world, and uh, being able to see a little bit in life. And uh, like I said, I've I've looked at a lot of the uh, video stuff, and it's just you guys have amazing crew, um, the people that you work with. Um, I loved it all, man. I think that people are missing out. I think um, when your project does come out, it's going to be, you know, fantastic. I, I can't, yeah. I, they can't miss on it. 
you know, if they listen to your yeah, stuff, they can. I can't wait. I, I can't wait to get it out. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I wanna. I wanna. Uh, it's coming out. It's gonna be coming out soon. Well, I'll tell you this much. I think that um, if you and Tim can collab, um, actually, Tim's history is like he used to play for Michigan State. Um, he was a, a, a linebacker. Um, so he had the love to play. Free, free, safety. Uh, free safety, Billy. Free safety. Yes. Um, but he had the love for um, music um, while he was playing football. Uh, he had a chance to go pro um, with okay. Dallas, and he hated Dallas. He hated the team. But they only offered him like about $100,000 to sign, okay. and he didn't want to do it. He wanted to finish his education. So his first love was music. And he started with the sax. I think he played drums to it one time, and then he did flute. But uh, okay. when I ran across him, um, was God maybe twenty years ago, maybe even longer. Um, he was playing sax, and he was he was damn good at that then. Okay. And okay. Now this guy, I'm at to send you some stuff over there, uh, so you can hear it. This guy is just absolutely. I would recommend him. With anybody, yeah, yeah. So um, you were just trying to kick it because I want to. I want to see places that you went um, uh, far as playing. I know you did Africa, and uh, what other uh, places did you uh, end up playing at? Well, well Amsterdam, um, okay. um, over in Europe, in in that area. Um, like I said, Japan. Um, I mean, you name it almost. I've probably I've been over there. Singapore. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I looked. I had an uncle that uh, he's passed away. He was an upright bass player. He played both. You know what I'm saying? Uh, his name was um, Hank Young, and he used to play in Amsterdam, Amsterdam a lot back yeah. in the days. Um, mm-hmm. But he mm-hmm. always had that. He always had the love of music, and he started out when he's young. You know, he went into the yeah. military and came back uh-huh. out, and then he started doing that all over. Yeah. So yeah, you you, you know, you mentioned something earlier earlier about um, some you know musicians um, in, in certain parts. Uh, I think of the United States. You say, but you, you you were saying something about a lot of the musicians. And we talk about the families. Um, and, and and one thing I've noticed about a lot of the musicians, um, let's, let's take Von Freeman, for example. Um, Von Freeman was a saxophone player in Chicago. So mm-hmm. one day, you know, and there is, it's everybody's dream, everybody's goal, everybody, most people's goal, goal is to make it to New York City to perform and to go abroad and to just travel the world. But I remember I, I asked Von Freeman, I said, well, Von, why did you know I was young? You know, when you're young, you just ask questions. You don't even think about it, right? You just, you know, want to figure some things out. So I had asked him, um, I said, well, why didn't you, you know, why didn't you go to New York City? This is before I moved to New York. And he said, well, I don't have to move to New York City. Uh, I'm doing well right here in Chicago. Um, and Ken, Ken Jordan um, here, a lot of the musicians who stayed local in their city where they're from, um, they have the same attitude that why do I have to go to New York when I'm already doing well in the city that I live in? So not everybody, you know, really want to travel, 
And on the other side of that, a lot of people are more like a family type of person where they want to stay closer to their family. And that's the other side of being a musician than the decisions and the choices that people make. Yeah, and, and you know, that's just the, the thing. Um, you got to be cussing yourself, man. You know, I mean, because it's, it's just so, it's not only demanding, you know, it, it's it's just, it's it wears on you as time mm-hmm. goes on, you yeah. know, but we have the love for that. We have the love mm-hmm. for that. So mm-hmm. that's part of the territory. You know, right. I'm right. Um, looking to go down to Atlanta and do some shows down there sometime in the um, uh, early summer, um, going down there to do some things. Um, uh, i got a bass player down there that I'm working with. He's he's based out of uh, Atlanta. So okay. we're going to do a few, few spots down there. Just putting mm-hmm. all the itinerary ter- together, um, it's gonna be nice. You know, I'm gonna go take them back to some old school stuff. You know, okay. stuff that okay. people don't okay. really hear every day, but people that are will be able to mm-hmm. enjoy it. You know, yeah, yeah. Just you know, I'll do I'll do some heat wave stuff. I'll do some stylistic stuff. I'll do some war stuff. I mean, just over uh, Michael Henderson, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be a okay. real nice okay. show. So okay, that's no. That's where we're at with it. So um, if there's any callers out there that wants to uh, say something, uh, we can open the lines. Just hit one. Before, I have a, I have a quick story. Uh, one of my okay. regrets, <laughs> when, I, when I was playing at, uh, in Brazil, uh, we, 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 we traveled to um, Brazil to play in Sao Paulo. And um, that was a, that was a really good gig over there. And then we traveled to um, um, we traveled to um, um, what's, the, what's the name of the place in Brazil? Um, um, uh, Rio de Janeiro. And over there was a was a, a free jazz festival. And I mean, it was a very good concert, man. The, the, I mean, it was like thousands and thousands of people when these big audience, right? So I got back to my hotel, and I lost and I forgot my $1,200 bow. <laughs> oh, no. Man. Oh, no. I was like, oh, man, there goes some of my pay right there. I lost my bow. So uh, that, that man, was I know that but, it, but it was a loss. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I, I, was, um, I actually did a show last year. And I generally don't do this, you know. It was close, you know, and I gave him a good price and uh, did the show. Did the show. They only wanted me to do um, 15 minutes because the money was pretty decent. I said, well, I'll, I'll, do, uh, I'll do about 30, 45 minutes. And, okay. you know, I mean, I did it. And I left that gig, got paid, and I generally don't never do this. You know, I'm hungry. I'll just go through like a drive-through or something like that, and okay. then get my food and just eat it on the road. I decided that I wasn't going to wait in a line because I want to get back to you know home. So I'm just going to go in there and, and order me some stuff. And I come back out, you know, got my food, eating my food, get home, check my pockets. I lost all the money. I wow. Was so Oh, my God, I was so bummed out. I'm like, I have never lost that amount of money in my life. 
Somebody yeah, was well, I'm, that day. Yeah, well, I'm not going to mention anybody's name who I was try, who I was playing with, but right, I, I they they dropped the whole envelope of money that that they were supposed to pay everybody with, and okay. I found it. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, yeah, and I found it. That yeah. that's a horrible feeling to to lose something like that. You know. Yeah, I had. One of my other friends, actually, um, he was, we we're riding, he's in the front seat, I was in the back seat, and we were with another friend, and he was kind of careless anyway with things, you know what I'm saying? And I think about 10 grand fell out of his pocket. And, you know, I mean, I man, you know, I'm not that kind of guy, you know what I'm saying? Some people would like to say, well, he ain't realize he lost it. No, I said, man, he's my best friend. I'm not going to do that. I wouldn't do that for anybody. There are quite a few out there. Yeah. So I just, you know, I treat people the way I want to be treated, you know. So what we're going to do here, um, I think we're going to go take a commercial break real quick. And we're going to come back with uh, Thaddeus and um, uh, and Thaddeus. Yeah, Thaddeus. Sorry. Forgive me, I had like like a minor uh, stroke sometimes. That, that's okay. That's okay. All right, so let's take a, a quick break here, and then we'll come back with Thaddeus, and uh, and we will conversate and have the lines open if somebody wants to chime in. They'll be more than welcome. All they have to do is hit one. So let's take it to a commercial break. Uh, TJ, you with me? I am hey, here. Which one, which one, which one is one that is one the mute button and. Uh, the unmute button? Yeah. Okay. Got you. No, mute is uh, one. You're listening to CRS Radio, the knowledge station. This week's guest, composer, jazz bassist, recording artist, successful mentor of the Bow Stopper, Thaddeus Expose. We'll be right back with Thaddeus and one of his songs right after these commercials. From author Dr. Denise Gotadis comes a self-help guide that will give you valuable information about the world around you in ways never imagined. The Metaphysical God in Relation to His Creation. Available on Amazon. In this must-read book, you will learn about your importance in the world and the metaphysical universe around you. You will be introduced to the Metaphysical God who has a relationship with you and those around you. Whether you are aware of this or not, you come into contact with Him daily. He is omnipresent metaphysically. He is in and outside of his creation and what does a metaphysical god have to do with you and the creation around you you are a very big piece of a huge puzzle the metaphysical god in relation to his creator from author dr denise gotatis is available on amazon order your copy right now The Caribbean Radio Show with Evie and the Jack Brills with Billy and Friends proudly sponsor Give Back Jamaica Incorporated. We support children and families in need across the country and around the world. 
Introducing Caribbean Radio Show, the chat reel with Billy and Friends. And now, here is your host, Billy Tappin. And we are back, and we have just listened to one of his great songs. Uh, man, who is that horn player on there, man? Oh, that, that was, was, um, that was Brian, Brian Horton. Wow. Yeah, wow. I haven't talked to Brian in a, in a while. We did this some years ago. Um, we recorded it live. But I think Brian is now, I think he's a professor at some university, I heard. I mean, I, I still have his number, but we just have a talk in, in quite a while. I should, I should have sent him the link and uh, the number and told him to call in and check it out, but I didn't know what song you we were going to play. Yeah, yeah. That, that was one that I, I, I listened to. I'm like, man, that is, whoa, that dude can go, man. He yeah, can man. go. Yeah, that's, that's, that, that particular tune is called Going Down, right? So yes, when, yes. when I wrote when I wrote that one, I was like, "You you basically going to do a die, so you better get it together right now." So it's, yeah. it's uh, I wrote that song saying it's going down. I'm gonna get this shit together. Right, right. And man, I'm telling you, it, this oh man, um, that was just that was really amazing work. It really was. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. So if there's any callers out there that wish to uh, chime in on the conversation. Just press one, um, and then I'll make sure you're on mute, and uh, we can get a chance to talk with Thaddeus because uh, this guy is just—he's been all over the place, and uh, we're going to be, be behind his material as well. So it's time to, to chime in as we continue to talk, and uh, once that happens, we'll address anything that you want to talk about with Thaddeus, long as it's legal. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, okay. So this is, um, I think, the time that um, we start looking at where your next gig's going to be at. Well, my next gig, well, Saturday, I'm performing. You know, I'm, I'm performing with. You know, I teach as well, right? So right. I, I, I teach. Um, I, I think, and 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 I started teaching. You know, some people have a calling. I didn't plan to teach at all. I, I don't. I don't give lessons. But if anybody needs help, I, you know, you don't even have to pay me. I help you in, in what you really need to do. But I teach as well in in a high school. Um, so I started, you know, I started teaching, and I you know, still do my gigs. So uh, one of my before I get going, I'm going to tell you a quick story. One of my students who I started teaching in Brooklyn. Um, his name is Corey Henry. Um, some people know him as a piano player. Some people know him as an organ player. Um, and he just won his first Grammy, a second Grammy, um, this year. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And yep. I, I have a quite, a, quite a few students. Um, one young lady, her name is Karina Passian. She was on a, um, um, Americans Got Talent on the Spanish channel. Mm-hmm. And when okay. I first met her, she was kind of already playing and um, and singing and doing very well. But when I met her, we I kind of got her more like on the jazz scene. I kind of helped her, did more gigs with her when she was playing with my band. But now she's okay. like, I think she's living in Argentina right now and um, doing doing very, very well. Uh, and this Saturday coming up, I'm, I'm doing some private performance that I'm going to be doing with my students. So, so when okay. I told my wife, I said, "Can you believe Jalen Jalen Shiver is, is his name, saxophone player?" She said, "I'm working 
with my students. She said, you working with your students? I said, yeah, but he's bad. He sounds really, really, really good. So um, sometimes I'm, I'm, in, I'm in New York playing at Bill's Place, and I just, I'm freelancing right now, and I just I play with different people. Um, most of my gigs right now is in, is in a tri-state New Jersey, um, New York area right at, at this moment. Oh, wow. Well, I'll tell you, man, mm-hmm. um, for you to do free lessons uh, for students, I think that is a, a wonderful thing. And here up at CRS Radio, we are a, uh, a nonprofit, and we're reaching out on several different projects. Uh, we're trying to do some touring, uh, starting to try to book some acts um, to do some shows around the country, um, doing stuff like jazz and, and R&B um, and just and staying away from the hip-hop scene because, you know, it's just you can't, you can't work with these kids like that. You know, there, there's always some drama going on behind. So we're more focused on trying to save our youth and give them something, you know, in return mm-hmm. that is positive that they can walk away from. So we're trying yeah. to um, build a show. Um, working with a couple investors um, to do um, possibly Janet Jackson and a few other artists, uh, artists in, in, uh, in the uh, California area and just kind of move around from there. So we're working okay. on that project. So, um, but there'll be a lot of, you're trying to do a three day like in Kelly and then okay. um, come back in three months and do someplace else, you know, okay. so. I'm looking at a couple couple invest, potential investors um, that uh, one is in rehab right now, so it's like it's got to wait to get the confirmation from him. So we're trying okay. to do some things for the kids, basically. That's what it's all about because I'm sick and tired of seeing what's going on in the world uh, with the youth because they yeah. have no place to go, man. I mean, it's like everything is so messed up in today's world they can only gravitate towards the, the most negative things that they possibly can do. And if you give them something, they'll be a part of that. If you give them right, the right. art, they're going to be more than happy to come and represent. See, I'm, I'm trying to build a foundation here where we have a school of the arts and trades where people can come and actually, the kids can come and learn how to act, learn how to play music, learn carpentry, learn all aspects of life to be their own boss. Mm-hmm. This is what mm-hmm. we're building here. That's what I'm trying to do. With it. It's a legacy for my mom, you know? Okay. So, right. so we're trying to build that foundation through the shows and, and giving back to the kids, you know? So okay. you hit, hit the hell on the head. You hit the hell, hell on, on the head for real. So I, I just, um, you know, in terms of that, um, that's a give back. That's a big give back. And, you know, mm-hmm. I love that. And we had to be more in, in communication back and forth um, because I, I heard of you through uh, some people. And um, I said, I got to check him out. And I've just been so tied up building the station, actually, because, like I said, we have mm-hmm. the jazz chat with Danny. Um, she's bringing okay. on independent comedians. We're actually independent station. So she's bringing on comedians. Her show is um, Friday from 12 noon to 2. Um, she has comedy a very friendly guest. Yep, comedy chat. And then we have yeah, yeah. Tim Cunningham with the jazz chat. He's Wednesday from 6 to 8. Um, Robin, I think, is on. What day is Robin on, TJ? You remember what day she's on? Is she on Tuesday? Cause I, I know think she's, on, she's Tuesday. on Tuesday. 
What time? You, you remember? Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, Tuesday. I'll find I have out. To look it up. But yeah. Yeah, I'll find out. Let you know. And then, of course, um, we have uh, the Jewish Queen. She's on Sundays from uh, four to four o'clock to six. Four o'clock to six or four o'clock to five thirty. Mm-hmm. I think she goes between that. Um, and then we have okay. um, Anya. Um, she has Talk Israel because uh, we're planning on going uh-huh. over there to do a show over there as well. So we're trying okay. to build capital up. So she's doing the promotional part over there as I'm structuring things here to try to get a jump start for uh, May or April of next year. So okay. that's kind of what the plan is. So and then Monday is my show, which is uh, from 8 to 10. Um, okay. Who's on before me? I can't think of who's on before me. Uh, what about then, my show on Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that. I hadn't forgot. The Soul R&B say, um, chat on Sunday. That the Soul R&B chat. Yeah. Um, that's going to be interesting that's because right. um, we're going to be talking about uh, a lot of different uh, artists. Um, and I have uh-huh. also the Billy and Billy show, too. That's on Tuesday at 8 o'clock. Right. So that's Motown. Okay. Motown's Legends and Alumni. Yep. And the TJ's got a very yeah. a different show. Um, we're working on clearances right now. Uh, so we could play some of the things that he wants to play. So we're going to do that. I'm going to need some R&B music. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to do something very unique on that day. So you might okay. want to listen in. I'm kind of helping him out a lot in terms of getting things structured and getting him okay. going. Because uh, he did very we, well. TJ show is on Sunday. Sunday at 8 o'clock. At 8 o'clock. At 8 p.m. And, uh, he goes back with me um, years back because he actually was a, a radio host uh, along with other friends of ours that actually broke my material. And I never forgot that. And I said, if I ever get to the point where I can do something in terms of getting this guy a station, I'm going to make it happen for him. And that was what? Okay. How long ago was that, TV? Dude, man, was, you're talking in the 80s, man. <laughs> 40 years yeah. ago. I had to sit and yeah. think about it the other day. Wow. Yep. I was like, man, it's been 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. And I just uh, I had this opportunity to build this thing. Um, and we have a great ship that's going. we got a great team. Uh, we have, oh, the Southern Soul Show uh, with Robin. Oh, that's now, right. You like, with Robin. That's yeah, right. Don't forget about that. Because yeah. she got some stuff going on there, man. she got the Southern Soul Tour going. And there's a lot of uh, nice blues acts. Um, and some R&B acts. I'm telling you, man. Uh, also, we had we've had uh, some real good people on the show, man. We had uh, Miguel Nunez, the uh, actor that played in Life in Harlem Nights. Um, he came on. We've had some real. We had Switch on. Um, who else yeah. we had? Oh, um, the kid's brother. They, uh-huh. There's a young group that's coming up uh, that's hot. Right. They are. Uh, the Hyena Squad. Hyena Squad. Yes. Um, they're hot. Uh, Thais Martin is a hip-hop. You heard him, actually, the first song, I think, coming in was Thais. Um, and okay. He's yeah, a positive I heard that rapper. the song. Yes. He is a very positive rapper um, and very, very humble. That's what I like about him. He's very humble. And uh, the the TBK, which is the kid's brother, 
TV, what, yeah. TKB, the kid's brother, listens to their material. The kid, yeah, TV, um, TBK, you got it right, the kid's brother. TBK. Yeah, young cat. And they are like these young boys. Man. Yeah, and they're humble as well. We had them on probably about two months ago after working with uh, uh, Silvers, one of the Silvers, Silvers, uh, of the old school group Silvers and uh, Leon, uh, Leon Silvers. So Leon Silvers and also with uh, what's his name? Uh, Powell. Uh, Chris Michael uh, Powell. Yeah. Chris Powell. Chris Powell. Chris Powell. Um, they were yeah. with him. Um, they were actually working with uh, the Funkadelics with George Clinton. Um, they're different, man. They, I mean, they're like a a throwback to a, like a Michael Jackson type situation. Um, and you can see they're very young. I think the oldest is like 16. You know, okay. so yeah. they have some pretty decent songs. Um, we actually did. We called and, them one of the ones that are founders of, of the station. Um, everybody that's came on has played an intricate role. And uh, we want to make sure that's an open avenue for all of our artists that comes on because you're a part of the family. And they play all now. their instruments. Yeah. Yeah. They play they're all like, their instruments. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah they're, they're definitely, they're talented and being so young, they're not going to do anything but just grow and, and blossom, you know? And that's what I love to see is I like people with instruments. I like, you know, I don't like all this technical stuff. I want to see somebody playing, you know? Well, you know, I, I never like play an instrument. The instrument doesn't lie. <laughs> you right. got to really play it. Thank you. It just got a sound Thank to that. Not only, you know, you can choose whatever notes you want to play, but the sound is just like your voice. I can determine who Charlie Mingus is, who Paul Chambers, Ron Carter, anybody who's playing the bass, I know exactly who they are, especially the yes, more right. the, the older cats who are playing. And yep. a few of the younger players yep. as well. You can tell. You can tell. I mean, see, the thing with this, I don't, one thing I never like to do is do tracks. I just hated doing tracks because it's yeah. just nothing. It's nothing there. You know, it's like being up there doing karaoke. You know, yeah. It's like yeah. a fill of a band. That's what motivates me. A fill of a band. You know, yeah. if I'm doing some yeah. kind of wedding situation, you know, that's something different. But I still, don't, I still much rather have a a, a band behind. Right, me. right. So that's where I'm at with it. But um, mm-hmm. anybody on the line, TJ, that wants to chime in while we have uh, that is on? Uh, one caller I have on music. Caller, what's your name and what would you like to talk about? Hello, caller, are you there? <laughs> I no, name, the last, name the last four digits. They might not realize it. What's your last uh, phone number digits? Um, can't see that right now. Um, Uh-oh. Well, Billy, I like to um, put this out about my two books that I have out as well. Yes, let's talk about yes. that. Yes. Yeah, 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 I have one. I have a children's book. It's called Can't Catch Me. Uh, it's by me, um, and it's about my grandkids, um, a grandson who can outrun everything. It's an imaginative, explorer, adventurous type children's book. And I have another book called The Ultimate Jazz Method. It's a curriculum for individuals and groups who wants to learn to develop their skills and learning how to improvise. And it's a cross-curriculum book um, that provides um, a little quiz in the back, a discography, 
uh, it's a 12 chapter book that allows students to read and fill in the answer, fill in the blank, along with what songs to listen to. And there are 12 original songs that goes along with it that helps the students, um, uh, whoever wants to learn how to play, play along with the jazz chords that's already given to them. And the jazz wow. tunes are written or based on some of the traditional chord changes, like the blues and some other traditional songs that most musicians play on. Oh, wow. Now, how do they get that? Let's get well, you can go to my website at ThaddeusExpose.com, all one word, T-H-A-D-D-E-U-S-E-X-P-O-S-E.com. Okay. And it's also Any other you place? can go to Amazon. You can go to Amazon as well. Beautiful. Beautiful. Because we need these kind of tools to work with. And as many listenership that we have out there that are listening, you need to pick up these books um for your, your younger kids or even the adults, I mean, that wants to play or are playing and maybe don't quite have what they need and feel of their instrument. Maybe this would be something for them that can help them enhance their skills. So mm-hmm. I would recommend it myself, um, not because he's a guest, but because I've, I've seen his work and it's amazing. So I would suggest that anybody uh, out there that wants to learn how to play or already plays, they still can learn something. Um, so let's, let's support our brother. Yeah, yeah, it's, and, it's uh, a great book. It, it sells well. Um, it, it does very well. You know, it's very, very well. Both of them are very good books. Um, not saying that unless you go out and buy, but if you do, that's cool. But I get a lot of good feedback from both of them. Oh yeah, and the things that I've seen on video that you did, you know, I can tell that you have the skills. So you're teaching, and and that's a wonderful thing. It's a give back, man. I love that. You know, I come back a long way, Thaddeus. I mean, I I had a, I had a, I had a heart transplant in 2009. And I had to stop performing, and that was, like, really hard on me. And okay, now, so you know, after all these years, you know, I'm 100%. I feel it. Yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and do it, man. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'm going to do music until the day that the good Lord takes me, you know. Right. And right. I know that you feel the same way. I'm going to die loving what I love. And that's right. kids. Music, uh, God first, kids, music, and it uh, goes in that order. So we're there to support. Now, um, I want to, um, we talked about show dates and when you're going to do things. Um, also, um, when you do have things that are coming up, you want to send me that information over and we'll get it up. And uh, we'll put it out there for you. And uh, that way people that are in New York or New Jersey, they can come and see you and check you out. Yeah, yeah, so, I sure will. I sure will. I'll reach out to you. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we have a, we have a family um, starting out. We've been probably, what, TJ, about five months up into this? Well, no, no, no. We go back to September, late September, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. So we're up for September a while. September 26th, I believe, was our start date. Maybe it was the 26th. Yes. Right around. I have to look at the calendar, but. It was late September we started. Yeah, so we're getting there. And we've, been up a, the we've been up a long while now. A few more months yeah. would be a year. Be our yeah, year well, congratulations to you guys. 
Yeah, and I'll say this much, you know, I mean, we do have have a listen, big listenership. Um, so a lot of times, you know, people will just listen, and a lot of people don't like to talk. They just want to listen, you know. And uh, you get the ones that have come on that they'll they'll chime in and and they'll talk and stuff like that. But we are making um, leeway for the upcoming future um, because of what we're doing and trying to set up everything. We've got a few more shows that are coming. Uh, that I'm working on. Um, we're working on a, a Hispanic station that we'll have for people, you know, um, from out, out of the Caribbean, all over. They'll be able to enjoy what they love. And uh, I'll be coming up with some other stuff that's going to be very hot. So okay. um, I'm juggling a lot of things, you know, with the career of what I'm doing. I've got a, a couple uh, books that I'm working on that will be coming out as well. Um, working on a lot of different things, so you know, right. um, I just have to I'll, take it a step I'll show at a time. You, I show you the process. <laughs> yeah, Ernie's yeah. working on the. Ernie's uh, working on a screenplay, right, Billy? You're working on a screenplay. Yeah. yeah. Movie screenplay. So, yeah. Oh, good, man. Hey, hey. Yeah, I got I got the film crew together. I just gotta get the budget situated, and we're ready to go. I mean, I got a commitment from uh, Miguel Nunez. Um, as the starting point, um, and there's a couple other people that I'd like to have in this project um, that are B actors, but our people know who they are. You know what I'm saying? So that would be a, a good thing. So we're just uh, okay. letting God handle the situation. Let God take the wheel, and I'm riding in the pasture seat. Okay. So yeah, yeah. So um, anything else, TJ? You have to. You want to say? Oh, I have a question for Thaddeus, uh, my standard question to all artists. Since I'm not an artist, I am a voice. Uh, I tell people my standard joke, I don't have a face for TV, I have a face for radio. So, <laughs> uh, uh, I would like to know, where do you get your inspiration from, and does it come in the middle of the night or whenever it comes, or what does it come? And two-part question. What was it like working with the great Jennifer Holliday? Take oh, that first. was, uh, well, that wasn't more like, that was, you know, when you do a, 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 it was a big show that I did with her in Chicago, and um, it was a, a, a play. So you don't really interact with her. It was just, I ain't going to lie, man. It was just a gig. So it wasn't like oh, okay. interesting. Like, yeah. like if I'm doing, like if I'm on stage with Betty Carter, Almost stage, you know, with a, with a small group, and um, right, and it's more intimate, and we re interacting. Everything was just reading, so it was a whole bunch of. Oh, okay. It was um, All right. All right. Uh, a group of musicians on the bandstand, and we read the music. So it wasn't a personal, intimate re interaction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and this was okay. Okay. This one was, of my favorite. This was like, here. You got you work with uh, Mr. Turrentine. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, that, yeah, that. Hey, let me tell you that, that I got to gig with him because Charles Fambros, uh, his bass player, got food poisoning, and oh, wow. um, I just happened to be there, and I did the gig with him the rest of the week with him. That's what happened. That's how I got oh, the gig. Yes. 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 Yeah, that was that so, was kind of like that was kind of like by luck. Now, Kenny Burrell, I, I did a performance with him at when I was in college. Now, you know, Kenny Burrell is from um, is from Detroit as well. 
Right, yes. right. Kenny Burrell, Ron Carter, the person who I mentioned that was a mentor with me, uh, Regina mm-hmm. Carter. Yes. You know, yeah. um, Alan Brown, yes. um, one of the guys who I used to, almost every musician in New York went to go and study uh, at LaGuardia. I think it was a gym around LaGuardia High School in New, in New York. Most every musician went to this place to hear Barry Harris, pianist, who just died recently. I think he was about 90-something years old. Wow. He's from from Detroit, you know, along with Kenny. I never played with Kenny Garrett, and Kenny Garrett is from from Detroit, I think, too. You know, so many great Hmm. musicians, Lucky Thompson. One of the persons whose album I used to listen to all the time was Down the Bird and the Blackbird. You know, oh, yeah. along with Marcus, yeah. Marcus Belgrave, um, oh, yeah. Latif, Eddie Jefferson, oh, you know, yeah. and um, you Alice Coltrane, and yep. now you yep. Louis oh, Hayes, yeah. drummer, and now you mm-hmm. have some of the young guys from um, from Detroit as well, some really great bass players, um, Rodney Whitaker, who's um, a bass player at, at he teaches now at Michigan. State University. State, yes. The professors of yeah. jazz. That's his group. Yes. I listen to Rodney almost every chance I get. We have a club here in town that does Jazz Tuesdays. And Rodney and the mm-hmm. professors play down there. We watch in the boom room. Oh, yeah. Rodney yeah. Bob, good Bob, man. Bob, Bob Hurst. Detroit, yeah. you know, Bob Hurst is a bass player. He, I mean, you guys produce a lot of great bass players. Paul, Chang, Paul Chambers, too. Yeah. You know, James Carter, yeah. George Clinton, yeah. you know. Dino, Dino oh, we can go back to the great. Fuller. We can go back to the great of greats, uh, James Jamison. <laughs> yeah, 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 James Jamison. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Now, let me ask you this before we go to a commercial break. Let me ask you this: Where do you see the direction of jazz going at this point of our lives? Where do you see the direction at? Oh, well, you know, um, I, I I work with jazz house kids. Um, okay. Christian McBride from Philly, Philadelphia, right? Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. He has a program, mm-hmm. him and his wife, Melissa, um, and it's called Jazz House Kids. And um, I won this grant. It's called the Barry Manilow Grant, where it was, the, you know, he, you know mm-hmm. he came to his district and everybody voted for me, and I won some money. Um, oh, total, like, that's always $1,000, right? For me, five for me, fifteen for my school and students. So I brought in his okay. organization to work with uh, to work with my students, um, just so that they can, you know, you know, it's like your parents. You always, you, you know, you you think you think you know more than your parents growing up. And you yeah. think you know yep. it all. Somebody in the street can come and tell oh, you one thing, and you will listen to them more than you listen to the parents. So I say, well, let mm-hmm. me bring in jazz house kids so they can tell them the same thing that I'm telling them but with, with a different tone. So I brought him in, and they're working with my students right now. So he has this um, school that everybody wants to go to. Everybody gets in. So he has a lot of donors that donate to help the underprivileged children who can't afford it. Um, and for those who can't afford it, they come from all over, New York, Connecticut, you know, from all different states just to be in a program. But sometimes when mm-hmm. you have these programs in the inner-city school, it's just that we begging kids to come in here for free because some rich person will be paying your way, but 
it, it's so it, it's it's so tragic that sometimes such a valuable program does not attract a lot of um, the minority kids that's in um, the urban area. So what I did was I brought them in, and I got a nice little band, a little group together that I put together. It took me six years to build. So I brought them in just to try and help out so that they can hear a different voice just telling them the same story and kind of like just, just help, help, help me out a little bit as well too. Right, right. So, like I said, he's from he's from Philly, diehard Philly fan. Got you. Um, I spent a lot of time in Philly um, in the earlier years with the guy that managed me. He was actually uh, a legend in, in Grand Rapids and a few other parts of uh, Michigan. And uh, he's still in the business. He's not singing anymore. But um, I was very familiar with the uh, uh, Philadelphia area, all those areas, and that that and. Um, had opportunities, great opportunities that, that came up. Um, we did have some some record deals in them days uh, that were, you know, minimum, but, you know, we had a chance to mm-hmm. um, get some exposure. So um, he's going to come on at some point in time. His name is Tommy McGee. Um, and okay. he had one of the guys in the band. He was actually, uh, he was, uh, he left Grand Rapids uh, to pursue his career. And uh, he ended up on the other end of the business. So okay. he has um, distributions with uh, Sony and, and uh, Warner Brothers. So we're in business together um, and doing different things, uh, Graham. Uh, we not only have a distribution uh, program, but we also have a, a program called DRT, which is digital radio tracking. Um, it actually uh, gives you a nice package to get some exposure for radio play, um, and it gives you a plaque, um, like a, uh, like a, uh, you know how you get the plaques from the gold plaques and stuff like that? Well, the plaque itself, you can point your phone to it and it will play your video. And it's just yeah, a lot of things. That's that like Kazam. Kazam is one of yeah. the apps that does that too. Yes. Well, we've been in that, we've been doing that for like about, God, probably 12, 13 years. We're one of the, the top out of all of the reporting, we do a reporting okay. chart, chart and stuff like that. So it might be something that you want to consider and look at, but the DRT okay, pro- program is hot. And the thing of it is, okay. is that if you go through it and I can send you information on that as well, we have uh Snoop, Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, all those guys are kind of a uh, um, sponsor. They're actually behind uh, a lot of the things behind the scenes. Um, I've got a few packages here that people had signed on, um, and it, the, it we've actually um, got I think about seven or eight people deals off in this situation. So uh, I've got you know I got a lot of things going on. Um, sometimes I stretch myself um, too thin, but there's a lot of things um, that we can kind of kick to, kick around, um, and I'm always there if you need me. Um, but okay. I think that I think Hello. these projects. Shalom, Cat, really? All right, let's go to a quick commercial break, and we'll come back in just a bit. Okay. That is. You ready, TJ? You're listening to CRS Radio, the knowledge station with the chat wheel and billion friends. This week's guest, none other than professional jazz bassist, composer, recording artist extraordinaire, and the successful inventor of the bow stopper, 
Mr. Thaddeus Expose. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hello. And shalom, chat rillers. This is Dr. Denise Bacayas, metaphysician, philosopher, and psychotherapist. I am one of the hosts of the chat room with Billy and friends. I'm also the host of the Black Jewish Queen live chat. I am here to announce another good friend of Billy Tappan and friends, the writer of The Matrix and Terminator, the original oracle herself, sci-fi writer, Oscar in award-winning Sophia Stewart. Did you know that Sophia Stewart has a lineup of fantastic books available, especially for those who love and enjoy her written work of The Matrix and The Terminator movies? If you love these movies, you will love her books. Her latest book is quite exciting for those who love The Matrix. It is called The Evolution of Conscious, Matrix 4. That is the evolution of conscious, Matrix 4. In this book, Sophia Stewart talks about cracking the genetic code. This is a must-read for those who love The Matrix and The Terminator. I am happy to announce this book is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble bookstores. It is also a recommended book on Goodreads, along with her other best-selling five-star books. Number one, The Third Eye. Number two, The Mother of the Matrix. Number three, Matrix Trivia, all written by Sophia Stewart. These books are popular, and they are selling fast. Order your copy today. Don't forget, Sophia Stewart's books are available on Amazon, sold at your local Barnes & Noble bookstores. You can even purchase her book on Goodreads. You can also visit her webpage at thetruthaboutmatrix.com. That is thetruthaboutmatrix.com. Order yours before supply runs out. The choice is yours. The blue pill or the red pill. Chat with you soon, little people. Bye-bye.
Um, so she's actually, I think, tying things up for this this uh, event. But she was. I, I'll send you over on um, what she sent me, so um, okay, so you can get a chance right. to look at it. But we're moving mountains here, little by little, and uh, we want to be that that void for all artists. You know, I mean, I don't care if they're comedians, anything entertainment. Um, by all means, that have them uh, contact me. Um, and we'll get them scheduled on because it's going to get greater later, you know, and things okay. that are going on. And it's going to be great exposure for any up-and-coming artists, um, just people that are in age range that we're in, you know what I'm saying? It's just going to be a nice show, um, and we try to keep it, you know, keep it tight as we can. Um, but okay. we are that deal. We are that deal. So. Um, be sure to reach out to everybody that you know to tune in on all these shows if they can. I think you're going to love um, some of the jazz stuff that Tim does and also the uh, all these shows, you know. I mean, uh, Robin, you know, Southern Soul, um, the comedian with uh, Danny Redwine. She's on from 12 to 2 on Fridays. And Tim will be on with him. That's going to be Sunday evening, Tim. Yes, with me, TJ, Sunday evening, 8 p.m., the Soul R&B Chat, and we talk about things also in R&B. I'm an old-school yeah. lover. Dells, Delphonics, uh, Stylistics, Enchantment, um, Four Tops, uh, Dramatics, okay. they're one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. And, of course, Thaddeus Expose. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and also, you can, you can contact me on social media. At that, he is expose as well on um, yeah. on Instagram, Twitter. That's what we're talking about. Yes. Yes. So anything that you you do, um, you send it over my way, and we'll make sure it gets played. Okay. You all know, right. sounds cool. Yes. You sir. don't have to worry about that at all. Um, so that's going to be a good thing. So I think, um, like I said, with uh, you're going to love Tim. Tim is a very, very, uh, he's a good person by heart. Okay. He's a really good person. And, and the thing that was is that I met him when I met him. Like I said, we worked together um, at the Urban League. Um, okay. As I was a job placement counselor, and he was, uh, he was a supervisor in one of the other uh, departments. And what was crazy okay. about that whole experience is everybody that, like the guys that were good friends of mine, they were musicians. So we had nothing but musicians in there, and we all played together. We did shows together, and they were just dynamic, you know, just dynamic in their, in their arts. You know, Tim on sax, Ray Potter on um, keys. I mean, he was a multi-talented guy. I mean, he could sing. He had the look. Um, he had just he had a lot of stuff going on. Um, young guy, no longer with us, you know what I'm saying? Um, Bobby Adams was a personal friend. He, he was a sax player. And Kevin Wilson, may he rest in peace, and peace, please. And he actually was uh, a drummer. So they're okay. all gone except for me and Tim. You know, we're still still hanging in there. God has a plan for us. So um, right, I right. think you're going to enjoy the situation. Okay. So um, okay. any last words? Because um, we still got time, man, to talk. So whatever you want to talk about, you know, we are, well, we are well, that, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool for me. I, you know, I, I've. I've just about said all I had to say. (laughs) 
But right. I do want to I want to I do want to thank you for providing this platform, um, this platform for me and um, for the other you know musicians, entertainers to come. And uh, I wouldn't mind yeah. coming back. You know, once I get my documentation out, I'll, I'll be happy to come back as well. Anytime, just let me know, and we'll make that happen. So. Yeah, and I want to say thank you to all your listeners as well. Thank you for joining yeah. in. Thank you to my friends, family members who, who chimed in as well. Well, I'll, I'll say this in, in closing with us is that um, we'll be there for all artists. The only thing that we ask is that um, everybody that comes on, they tell somebody else, you know, where they can come on oh, yeah. and get the experience that they probably wouldn't get. And we have several packages set up. Um, and we'll discuss that situation too, as well. Okay. So, all right. We all thank right. you so much for being a part of uh, the Billy and Billy the Chat Real, and the Billy uh, with the Chat Real and Trends. We appreciate that, um, and we appreciate uh, your guests and everybody else that was probably not wanting to talk, but they were there. And the world knows who you are, you know. So yeah, well, enjoy you, your evening. And we'll talk uh, sometime tomorrow. What is a good time for you? Um, uh, just call me anytime. If, if I'm available, you can leave okay. a message. If I'm available, I'll pick up. Um, if not, okay. just make sure you just leave a message. Well, do you know the, because the younger generation? The younger generation right. don't leave messages, right? I leave messages when I make a phone call. So just just leave there me something, and I'll get back to you at my earliest convenience. That sounds beautiful. And tell everybody I said hello, and I send I my sure love. Will. And uh, excellent time we had here at the station. So enjoy your I evening. really enjoyed it, and thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. All right. TJ, it's me and you. Our, our uh, good buddy, well, our right. friend, is uh, leaving the Nice meeting you, Mr. Thaddeus Expose. Yes, Ladies yes. and gentlemen, nice our meeting guest you too, my man. Mr. Thaddeus Expose. Yeah, yes, thank you. Thank you very much. composer, recording artist, and successful of the bow stopper. Am I saying it right, Thaddeus? <laughs> That's right, man. Yeah. All right, right, now. It's me and you, Billy. What's right. going on, my brother? Right. Peace hey, man, another everybody. day in paradise. Another day in paradise. You know, I live every day that way. Um, to speak with people like Thaddeus is a wonderful thing. You know, you can feel the, the, the spirit and inspiration in this brother. Um, and I like that. I like that with, with artists that we have had on the show, um, they're really down for what they do. And this guy is, he's an absolute genius um, in things that he's putting together. So definitely um, it's going to be a, a a home for him here, as well as a lot of the others that have helped us build this station. Um, so they get nothing but love. And, I, you know, I wasn't honored that well um, at first until I had the opportunity to meet you and uh, Jay Price. Um, and I always say that because it means a lot to me because I wouldn't be where I'm at now if it wasn't for you guys. Yeah. You know? Well, so you it, know. Go ahead. You know, you uh, you can't, uh, you talented brother. You know, hey, man, they, uh, heart recognizes heart, as they say. Trueness recognize you were true to the game you, you you stayed in there you did what you had to do you're going through a lot of things in your life which has made you who you are to this day up until the heart transplant even after with you getting stronger now you're getting ready to do some more recording get that music back out there so everybody yeah. 
that's been missing you can hear Goldie Love once again. <laughs> Thank you. And, and you know what? Yeah. What's sad is I'm going to send him the track over and have him listen to it. Because um, this is, you know, a lot of times when I get material, um, I'm able to take and, and uh, come up with the uh, the melody and how I want to sing it. Um, this one is a nice track. It's a nice track that Tim sent me. And I've just got to, I've got to listen to it um, and get it. Because, you know, I don't have a good system here at the house. So a lot of times I have to be in my car because i got a decent system in the car, so I can have get kind of my ears open. And uh, I got some general general ideas of what and how I want to write it. So I just got to kick some things around with a few people to get the form together. Once I get the form together, everything else falls in place. So um, he gave me a nice track. Tim gave me a really nice track. Matter of fact, he does, uh, he does uh, uh, instrumental on the uh, flip side. So like we did with State of Art, it's going to be that kind of a situation. So, um, oh, and, you know, okay. I really uh, I love the brother dearly because he really uh, has been a, a blessing in my life. Um, and I was glad that we actually hooked back up, you know, to, uh, to be a part of this, this thing that we're doing. Um, this is all friends in this whole situation, friends and family, you know. So we yep. have a lot oh, yeah. at stake here in terms of being the best we can be, because um, this is um, the last hurrah. You know what I'm saying? So we are making this thing work, you know, and it was an excellent, excellent show tonight. Um, and I'm very, very, very proud of you um, for, uh, you know, taking over um, when we had a person out that couldn't be here yeah, tonight. Right. And God bless her. Because we know that you know she's usually in here, and then Julie, um, she's been off and on, um, but she's basically she doesn't like to really talk a lot on the radio, so that's understandable. Um, but she does a lot of the uh, behind the scenes, you know what I'm saying? So um, far as the meetings and stuff like that, you know, we discuss that in terms of what we're going to talk about. But um, in terms of your show, your show is going to be really awesome. Um, we're going to make this yeah. thing come together. Uh, and we're going to revamp. Yep. We're revamping. That's what people don't understand yeah. is that I yes. love my people. I love my staff here at uh, CRS Radio, the Knowledge Station. Yep. I love all you cats. We all work together. We're a good family. We're good coworkers. And uh, with my show being revamped, with your help, Billy, we this is coming together. Everything's coming together with uh, Anya's show, uh, yours and Billy's show, Tim's show, uh, Danny's show, Julie's show, uh, uh, Denise's show, uh, Robin's show. I mean, it's all coming together, man. It, it, uh, we haven't been out a year. We have not been out a year, and I'm so proud of everybody, man. I'm proud of you big time. I'm just, it just warms my heart, dude. I, I don't know how to say it. I'm just humbled by it. You know what I mean? Yes, and I will say this. You know, with everybody we have, we have to give major shout-outs to Ev, Dr. Ev, we love you dearly. Yes. Um, yes. Hopeton, we love you dearly. And Terry Reed, um, we love you dearly as well. Yes. Um, these people are behind the scenes that you don't hear or recognize. But I know Ev's on the air. Dr. Ev's on the air. I think all of them are on the air on the other end of this. But um, in yes. basic acknowledgement, um, if it wasn't for these key people, 
we wouldn't be sitting here now. So I have right. to give all of them um, for allowing us to have this opportunity to build something here that could be for generations to come. So we don't know what God's plan is, but we do know that he put us in this, this position for a reason. Yes. So that's why I like everybody to shine. You know, I'm not, I've never been that type of person that ever envied anybody in terms of what their abilities were. Some people have skills of, of, uh, doing a lot of different things. I mean, you have radio experience. You know, this is my first or second time out because I had a show um, a few years back. But, I mean, yeah. this is this is your 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 game. Um, and I was just blessed to be able to come on and think about, okay, how do I want to look at this situation? How do I want to approach it? What do I want to do since I have the ball in my corner? And that's where the building starts taking place. Now, I'll tell yeah. you, man, we're going to have some stuff, man, um, that's going to be it's gonna be crazy. It's going to be crazy mad. So I can't wait to get the right players involved. So that's what it all boils down to. We get the right players yes. involved, then we can really start, you know, making things really happen for a lot of artists that are coming to us. We have everything. We have everything. We have the distributions. Um, but, you know, artists have to, just like in film, because we are part of the film industry as well, you got to have some right. seed money. You can't take and shoot the project, spend all your money on the project, and you don't have any money for marketing and promotions. It don't work that way. You know what I'm saying? You got to have that That's money. Right. You got to right. set that budget up and say, okay, maybe I can't use Eddie Griffin, but maybe I need to get me a, a, a B actor that everybody knows. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, I mean, yes. the B actors are just as good sometimes as the A actors. Because if you look at um, what's his name, uh, Powell, uh, that played in Ice Cube, the guy is underrated. The one that played Pinky? Yes. yes. He's very underrated. Because yes. that guy yeah, is Powell. funny. Yes. Clifton Powell. Yes. He is funny as heck, man. I'm telling you. Very talented. I, I, very talented. I, I can get access to him. I can get access to him. Between him and Miguel Nunez, those two alone, are, they go kill the game, man, in in yeah. these projects that, oh, that yeah. we're working. On. So, we just need the fundings. That's what we need at this point in time. So, anybody out there that's you know looking to get into some projects, um, we have them. We have film projects. We got uh, artists. We got artist projects. Um, we got it all. As you can see, we have jazz projects. We do everything. On CRS Radio. It's comedy. We got comedy. We got jazz comedy. Uh, we got the legends. Legends and alumni. Hey, you know, you yeah. can't beat the legends. That's where we all learn. We learn from yeah. y'all, man. That's where we all learn. Yeah. Yes. Motown alumni with Billy and Billy. And we also are looking for a Hispanic host to host the show. So if anybody's out there that wish to uh, come on board with some experience, you can hit me at 616-490-4122, and my name is Billy, and uh, just give me a call and leave a message if I don't answer, and I'll get back with you. We want salsa. We want a little bit of everything played on the station. Um, Tejano, we want it all. <laughs> yeah, we want it yeah. all. Spanish speaking, 
It's fine. It's a preference. But if you don't speak Spanish, that's fine. So uh, holler at your boy when it comes to that, and we'll get you started. So, TJ, we got about 12 minutes left. Uh, what we got now on deck? Um, I'm still trying to work that out, Billy. Um, okay. Don't worry about it. We, yeah. We'll talk it out. Um, like I said, it's going to get a little bit more smoother. Uh, I got to talk with Terry. Um, I think that we're going to have uh, some more training taking place here. So we'll be good. Yeah. We'll be good. Tonight was a very good show. I mean, you were actually thrown in here, um, which, you know, was very good. I mean, everything fell together right. I don't know who that was in the background talking. That was crazy. Yeah, me either. Yeah, so I'll I'll fix that. I'll get that fixed. But uh yeah, so outside of that, um, we have different things going on. Um and like I said, the book I live to you, um, will be coming out soon. And that's actually my life story. Uh I have a comedy yes. book coming out that's gonna be crazy funny. Um, it's called Return of the Dead Temp. And uh, I got another one that I'm going to surprise you with um, at the right time. But it's going to okay. be funny also. It's going to be a spinoff of Return of the Dead Pimp. So we're going to do like um, little sketches, sketches uh, like if you watch Country Wayne, what he's doing, we're going to be doing stuff like that. Like little three to five All minute right. sketch. Yeah. Yeah, brother. Yeah. yeah. We'll be doing stuff like that. Because, you know, the... the, the um, the mind, you know, it's just uh, in a different situation in the world. The world's moving fast, so uh, the, the attention span is short with people. If you yes, ain't coming popping off the, right off the gate, out of the gate, um, they're going to flip to something else. So we have, we'll have those right. short, short stories that keep you rolling. So I will say this: it's going to be. I'm going to say it. It's going to be the adventures of Nigarachi, and it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. You don't oh, want to miss man. it. Yes, yes. Even the title hey, funniest. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's going, man. It's going down. So um, people can look forward to that happening, um, and it's going to be funny stuff. Uh, we need to have some laughter uh, in this world, and we need to have some positive yes, people that can take us to the next level and and um, be a part of life, you know, and not be depressed by what you're hearing on TV and on the news. Um, you have to understand that it takes, we are gods within ourselves. So we're waiting for somebody to come, and it's us. What they were talking about, what God was talking about, we are gods, we are gods. And we're waiting right. for somebody to come. We're waiting for us to come. That means us waking up and realizing right. that this situation is messed up. We got to change things. We got to take and, and and deal with the government on this situation to get these people out of there. You know, but people have to they have to put the stuff down, the drinks, everything like that, so they can think clearly of what yes. is at stake here. Because these politicians are going to do the same thing because it's a big game, and like George Carlin said. It's a club, and you're not in it. You know what I'm saying? So yes, they're going to keep on doing what they do until the, the people step up and say, we've had enough of you guys. 
you're out of here. Right. And once that happens, right. we are we are the gods of who we're waiting for. It's us. When everybody gets that memo, people to wake up. So any That's closing right. words, you think? Any closing words at all? Uh, I'd just like to say we had a wonderful show, Mr. Thaddeus Expose. He was excellent, Billy. Couldn't. Oh man, I tell you, I like his and the fact that he's teaching the youngsters. He's a teacher, also. Yes. And I yes, think I that's know. a hell of a combination when it comes to an yes. artist. You have to be willing to give back. You have to pay it forward. If you don't, you it's a gift it. from God, and you can't let your gift. You can't squander your gift. You know what I yeah. mean? It, yeah. So, it took me a minute yeah. to, because I was so tied up with the station to get with him. Because I, I, I had his number for like maybe about a month and a half, maybe two months. Um, so finally I'm like, man, i got to call Thaddeus and get him on the show. Because um, I had been looking at some of the stuff he was doing. And it's finally that time came and it was perfect timing. Because, I mean, this guy, has, he's done a lot of stuff, man. And uh, by him engaging with Tim, and I keep on saying it, I think they will have a good collaboration going. Um, because Tim, you know, he's got a bunch of great ideas. Uh, the guy he works with uh, has some good beats. So I think that I think that is fine. Uh, because if you looked at his video, man, with the, uh, the Earth Wind and Fire, man, I'm telling you, it made me want to just, just get on the mic and start singing. Yeah, I heard it right on time. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to keep him in, in the files, um, and as we get more material from him, we'll be, have a jump on it where we can start getting it out there for people to hear and then getting back on. So remember, everybody, yes, if you got, the, you got the information, you know, pick up his books. It's going to be great for your kids um, and his material. When it comes out, pick that up as well because you will not be disappointed and your kids will love you for it because they can learn something on a positive tip to be able to pick up something, an instrument or whatever, and be able to play and do something that is of yeah. positive value and not something that they're going to be in the streets, you know, mugging somebody, you know? So everything right. comes in time. Everything comes in time. So I will say that in closing. Um, so uh, we can sign off. Um, if you have a track for us to play, we can do that. If not, I, I understand you have some problems with your, your computer, your, your laptop. So um, we'll just talk it out, you know. Let's talk okay. it out. So um, I enjoyed it. Though. You see, I, I, was, think I, can almost, I think I can almost get us something. Okay. All right. Well, let's take it out. Let's take it out, and we'll see everybody, like, next week. Hyena Squad. Hyena All right. Squad. Role play. Good night, everybody. And we'll see you. I'll be on tomorrow. Uh, with William Jackson.